This is Audio Gyan and I am your host Kedar Nimkar. Welcome to a deep dive into the minds of luminaries from the Indian creative world. Peter Brook, the legendary English theater and film director once said, "I can take any empty space and call it a bare stage." A man walks across this empty space while someone else is watching him and this is all that is needed for an act of theater to be engaged. Let's talk about the need of such space with Atul Kumar. Atul Kumar is the company theater's founder member, an acclaimed actor and director with more than 30 years of performance experience. Atul has dabbled with different languages and forms of theater and showcased his work all around India and abroad. His basic performance training was in traditional Indian dance and martial art forms of Kathakali and Kalaripattu in Kerala for over 3 years as well as a stint with master of visual theater Philip Kenty in France more about him in the show notes today we'll deep dive into the company theater workspace kamshet as a case study thank you atul for giving your time it's a real real honor to have you on the show thank you very much for having me on the show <laughs> from what it's looking it's going to be very interesting for me too <laughs> awesome so yeah i mean i have three formats one is audio can regular interviews audio can case study and audio can biographies and as biographies the word explains uh, case study is mainly deep diving into a project or a solution or a, a problem statement or any anything that which has got a well rounded uh, uh, circumference so i wanted to generally know about your workspace uh, at kamshet and most of the questions are around that sure so so i'll start off with uh, what is the company theater workspace at kamshet like if you can just give an introduction i know i'm, I'm going to plug in all the show no- uh, all the links in the show notes uh, which are there on youtube but yeah just if you can so it's basically a uh, a residential space for artists uh, artists who can come from anywhere any background any sort of uh, geo location in the world uh, to do any kind of artistic work it's more of a laboratory because although we do have uh, three performance spaces or rehearsal spaces which can be turned into performance spaces but since we are in a in the countryside uh, it's a space which is mostly used as a laboratory to explore research uh, rehearse uh or practice uh you know your skill sets to be able to uh, also collaborate with different art forms and and artists from different cultures different environments uh so yeah it's like a it's like it's it's now become a a, a wonderful laboratory where new work is coming out uh, because theater people are working with visual artists cinema people or film makers are are working with yoga instructors and uh, so there is a lot of lot of people who do spiritual work have started coming there and we thought that you know maybe we can involve include their energies and their thinking their philosophies into uh, our value systems or 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 the way we function Uh, I'll go more uh, sure, deeper sure. into that later, but yeah, it's basically a, a residential space for artists to come and explore. Awesome. And and any particular reason why it's Kamshet? Uh, I mean, yes, it's covered in the video, but still, it's little solitude and uh, more green and then water. But why in and around Mumbai? 
we uh, since i'm from mumbai i wanted to go to the countryside away from the city uh, far enough so that artists when they're there do not uh, easily get tempted to or forced to come back to the city because it takes about three and a half hours to get there from Bombay mm. because even after you reach Kamshet town you have to drive another half an hour uphill uh, to reach our location and it's about an hour and a half from Pune uh, I think and since I personally do theatre it was perfect for me because Pune and Bombay are two very vibrant city when it comes cities when it comes to theater and whatever we prepared in Kamshed, we could easily quickly take it to Pune and Bombay. Although when we were looking for a space in the beginning, um, I had literally uh, taken a compass and and created a three-hour driving radius from Mumbai, and then wherever there were water bodies, we kept going and looking for available land there. Oh, so that's how. That's why. And of course, it's very beautiful. And it sort of, we could, we managed to take all our, you know, boxes, all our, you know, whatever our prerequisites were. Correct. In fact, I'm going to come to what are the, what were the prerequisites. But uh, what inspired you to make such place, right? I mean, was it the influence of Adi Shakti and Nityagram and uh, Futspan where you have like engaged with? So uh, why, why like? we need such a space I think the very very uh, initial uh, desire to create such a space came from the fact that I, I I was a bit like a headless chicken running from one city one town one state to the other I'm from I'm basically from Delhi and I uh, worked with a theatre group they're called Chingari and all of them were uh, career people. They were all working in offices or, or professors in universities. And I couldn't, um, I could do theater with them only in the evenings when they were free. But since they picked me up when I was still in school, I grew up uh, in my early 20s. I suddenly saw that I had, I knew nothing else but theater. I wanted to do nothing else but theater. But um, entire day, I would just be waiting for that evening to start so that I could go on the rehearsal floor with them. So uh, slowly, I realized that I need to take things in my hand and start you know, a group of my own where we can just do theater throughout the day, you know, and, and, and then I found out that it's not something new that I'm thinking of. There were groups around the country who do that. Uh, fortunately, there was a theater festival organized by Sahitikala Parishad at that time. It was quite amazing. I think it was 1989. And I managed to actually see a lot of fantastic theatre which came from around the country uh, in which there were people like Kavalam Narayan Panikar from Kerala, uh, Ratan Thiam from Manipur, there were Satyadev Dubey from Mumbai, um, th th many people uh, like that. And I saw some really iconic theatre productions that changed my life. And uh, then I found out that these, a lot of these, there was Habib Tanvir Sahab, a lot of these people had moved away from cities into countryside or even if they were in the outskirts of their cities they had created these spaces where they worked with artists lived lived with artists and and uh, and that's and i i thought that that's probably why their work is is so different from other work that i was seeing in delhi at that time uh, and that was the truth. They a lot of them, Veena Pani Chavla used to work for a whole year on a theater production, and more sometimes to to come out finally with with a product. 
so all these were inspirations and of course like you mentioned when i did study and 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 traveled overseas or when i worked or as an apprentice or as an artist with other theater companies they were also those theater companies mm-hmm. uh, so aryan mushkin's theatre du soleil um also moved out of paris and they created something uh, across uh, the the jungles of vincennes i think or whatever uh, no below i don't know i don't some some like foresty area they had to you have to cross that and then in an industrial space they created their most amazing theater uh peter brook who has been like a <laughs> sort of a drona drona charya for me because i've never really met him or worked with him but his writings has been a, a huge guiding spirit for me uh, he moved away from england his his playground he had issues with uh the systems of the city and he moved and created his international theater although he did that in paris but at, le- at least it was he was away from home and he created an international forum there So yeah these were the inspirations interesting and and there's a beautiful like 10 minute video on youtube where you briefly explain the back story and and the places how it and the, how the place came to be uh you want to share any like what was in the checklist and what were the three other spots that you identified and then probably finally locked in kamshit well this uh when when we finally managed to raise money uh which is also another very exciting story how we raised money for the space yeah. <laughs> because it is a wonderful case of artists helping artists um we had the money in our hand but we then became very choosy because we had a huge uh, list of prerequisites we wanted firstly the land to be the space to be beautiful and inspiring and uh, so we were looking at places because maharashtra is uh primarily a dry state so we wanted something close to a water body where we would have a water supply or proximity to water throughout the year mm. so even if it was lakes lakes that did not dry dry up during summers so we looked at rivers and sea we went uh, so right from damandiu all the way to kashid niche you know close to alibag we like a 3 3 hour 3 and a half hour driving radius that's how we were going and and we didn't have google maps then uh, so we were literally carrying maps and looking at those blue patches wherever there would be a blue wow. you know little lake or a river we would go looking for land there and seek out property agents and say kuch hai kya is there anything can we please look and we must have and we kept a a log we kept records of all the pieces of land that we were looking at uh, or we were liking uh and we were making a log we can write a book we can actually <laughs> and, uh, more than 500 pieces of land uh wow. we must have seen um uh the things we were looking at is that it should have concrete road all the way up to the property it should have electricity it should have uh telephone lines or some access uh, at that time mobile, mobile phone was just like yeah it was not like it is today smartphones were not there and uh yeah and and there should be hospitals and schools because a lot of artists would be married would have children so that and of course the paperwork should be clear clean hmm. and we should not get into any sort of trouble and also it should be within our budget so now we were creating more and more prerequisites and making it more and more impossible for ourselves to but 
we got so lucky. We found all of these things in in three places, and uh, I think the the beauty of the place we are in actually one over the other two. One was in Karjat, and one was in um, uh, on 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 Goa Highway uh, around a place called Kalote. Okay. So yeah, these are the places: uh, Karjat, Kalote, or Kamshit. All K's. <laughs> so yeah, we chose this one. Got it. And and uh, was there any other parameter within the space that you want, like ten acre, three acre, five acre? I mean, just because of the performing arts was the main goal. So we um, we knew that we should be able to host. at least 10 to 15 artists at at a time hmm. that was our minimum because the kind of work we were doing was on ensemble work a lot in those days and um, so it required living spaces for 10 to 15 people uh, we also knew that we should have a large enough rehearsal space with a bet with a good height so keeping all that in mind we thought that and then we wanted since we were going now outside bombay we didn't want to again you know hole ourselves up in tiny rooms rehearsal rooms so like some breathing space so we thought that 4 acres would be wonderful we'll will be very like we'll work in very little sort of space and we will of course grow a lot of trees around us and 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 create outdoor performance spaces outdoor uh, you know practices that we can do all kinds of things like tai chi yoga all these things can be done in the outdoors okay. so we thought that that will become our practice so let's look at four but we thought even if three came or two acres came we would be happy with whatever but fortunately we were able to raise money and this piece of land that we bought is actually 4.75 acres okay. so we we bought that and even now i mean we uh, There's we have planted more than thousand trees, <laughs> wow. so there is enough space around us. Yeah, awesome, awesome. And and since you mentioned about uh, Tai Chi, uh, also when you started, you mentioned the word laboratory. So when I see your Instagram page or whenever I follow you guys, uh, artists seem to be doing all sorts of things, right? So uh, yoga, Tai Chi, a lot of physical activities, running around and playing, a lot of. which also reflects in your work which is like packed with high intensity body movements and stuff like that so like how does the overall space help these artists in what ways if if that makes sense it just the openness of it or it just the people who come and attracted towards it i think firstly the one thing that really affects uh the productions and it's not only our production because there are the places available to all the theater groups of india and people have been coming even from uh, internationally there have been companies that have come there and and made work i think i can easily talk about my my own community here in india and specifically in bombay uh and this is really what has come back to me from them the w- one thing they really love is being away from the city is being away in their heads they are sort of repaired when they are there they are relaxed they are easy they are calm and thereby i think they can actually delve deeper into whatever their preoccupation then is um so i think even before body and space it's really the mind that actually 
sort of calms down when you go there and it helps you focus more. And this is what I wanted I for myself and I feel when I'm there. And uh, I'm happy that I'm able to offer that through this project to many other people. I think that influences the work more than anything else. But since you know my work is very physical, it does, uh, that's just been my practice and it's just my whatever. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I was trained in Kathakali and I've been doing clowning and I've always loved sports and uh, all the theatre direct who I admire or the, or, the, or the films that I loved all my life have been high intensity Chaplin and Keaton Marx Brothers Laurel and Hardy I've grown up watching cartoons and I think that is an influence I, you look at Kathakali you know it's like it's like high intensity performance so yeah I mean that's just personal hmm. and yes the spaces do help because there are open spaces and I do bring my actors always outside um, uh, the closed rooms of Kamshet, our residency. We work in the water sometimes. We jump in the lake because we have a lake literally touching our property. So, in fact, we did a performance where we got actors inside. We got the audience also partly inside the water. So, also the the, the how the spaces of influences the work. Mm. So, the sounds that we hear influence our work. The food that we eat there influences the work. Um, other artists, who other people who come there influences the work. I mean, you can't run away from these energies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In fact, I remember uh, I recently heard one interview of uh, archi late architect uh, B.V. Doshi, Balkrish Doshi. And uh, he mentioned that architecture is... Is a, is a question that is it should be rooted in theory, uh, convention or the place in itself, right? I mean, if it's, if the Vastu is demanding certain things and, and expecting certain behavior, I think it influences a lot. So. Perhaps, yes. I mean, I, I'm, an, I'm not a, like a literal direct follower of Vastu, but since we do play and believe in energies in okay. theater, I can't <laughs> negate, negate it. So yes, of course, I mean, these, these energies prevail, I think. Uh, between objects, as you can see right now, between my hands. And this is what we do in theatre workshops, you know, telling actors energy between two bodies, energy between their bodies and objects, uh, entire space of theatre, suddenly a huge theatre turning into a solo performance in a tiny room with just 10 people to suddenly 10,000 people, you know. So th th this is the language we speak with actors in performance. And this is, of course the game of architects yeah, yeah. <laughs> or or other art forms. It's the same. <laughs> correct, 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 yeah. And you mentioned also about we don't expect, uh, always expect artists to do something specific also, uh, but just be by themselves. So uh, what what has been the general pattern or what have you observed? I know it will be a huge spectrum, but still any broad patterns that you have observed about what do artists do if not performing or like, Repair. That I really believe in that word. And I think all of us who live such hectic lives in cities, especially, uh, because our, our, our work is very sort of urban. Uh, it's, it's aimed at urban audiences and, and we do modern theatre. So, uh, I mean, we, we're not involved in folk and classical theatrical forms. Um, so... And also, eventually, we know that these people all are coming from cities of 
the world of this country so what happens is that there is so much of that hectic life they carry in them when they actually arrive there within a day they their pores open and you can actually see them relaxing something that i just mentioned earlier mm. so i think what is extremely important for everyone i won't say just artists but everyone and i think people do find their own ways of doing it they go to <laughs> i don't know resorts or they go to on holidays or they just go to meditate or do vipassana you know something but i think for 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 performing artists this is one of those spaces where we invite people to just come and be and and they don't need to do anything uh, i mean i'm not saying we invite them we allow them just before i was entering the studio i got a phone call from an actor who's actually from national school of drama and he just said i'm just feeling like going there for two days and looking at the rain can i just go it'll help me a lot and i said just go please go and he's on his way he'll probably be reaching there in a few hours and i think those two days will do him a lot of good as a systemic thing it's a project that i'm really excited about and if funds will allow and if we have some resources we would like to invite artists to do just this mm. you know and maybe just not just artists but you know like a huge spectrum of people that you are uh, interviewing for for your for your show how lovely will it be if we call 7 8 10 different people from different walks of life to come together to just repair and throw them in this one space the only rule being eat together mm. wonderful village food and rest of the time if you you want to be holed up in your room don't have to come out don't come out whatever it is that you really deeply inside want what is important for you you do in that space mm. uh, i'm of the belief that uh, beautiful things can happen and come out of those collisions when people are resting in a common space without an agenda correct correct and and how do these commercials play out in this uh, thing so when we started uh, we had to put in some of our own money hmm. personal money but we took it back thankfully the the project could raise its own money uh, it comes under my theater company which is a public trust so theater company does other things like theater workshops theater productions and we travel all over the country and we are now fortunate fortunate enough to be invited internationally so all that money uh, that comes inside the trust goes into uh, this project so you know all the salaries that go to people that work there maintenance uh, taking care of these spaces all this vegetation around got it but uh, if an artist that, yes Oh, you are you asking about yeah, if an artist, the artist or yeah, someone artist wants to come there? Mm, mm. So we have kept it open ended because also different artists come from different background. Sometimes there are people who come in with a project which is, you know, which is sponsored or they they are like endowed and with grants and support. Then we ask them for a little more, and when really there's a young theatre group. which is hardly managing to you know even put up a theater production we tell them you just pay for the food that you will eat there and and pay for the electricity that will be used and we don't even take money from them we tell them to just go and give the money to the staff directly which is working there because they are the one who they pay the bills and buy groceries so uh really hand to mouth mm -hmm. and uh what we also do now and we are allowed to do 
this as a trust. Um, in our memorandum, we found, and normally people don't read their trust memorandums, we found that if we have immovable property, we can we can put it on rent or we can give it away uh, to make money to push the aims and objectives of the trust. So what we've started doing also is that we give it out to like-minded people, people who are sort of leaning toward arts and culture, even though they might not be artists. So we then rent it out to them on free days when there are no artists. And the money that comes in from there also sustains all this. And what we believe very strongly is cross-funding. Sometimes there are people who don't have any money at all and they approach us. And and we know now, we've been in the community for some time, so if they don't, we allow them to come in even pay us nothing. Because we cross-funded with someone else who has given us an extra amount of money or we have made money from something else. So that's how we cross fund. And now it is self-sufficient. Our business policy has worked. Our business model has worked. We don't have to put in our own money in it. Beautiful. And and this is a personal question because I even, uh, I own a place uh, in Kalyan. Like when these sort of places are slightly far out in the, from the city, it's it's very tough to position it, brand it, market it. So in your case, just because of your uh, body of work and network, it has grown organically or you had to really educate and go out and tell people about it? We've not done that even till date. Okay. And frankly, we don't need to do that either unless we want to put it out there commercially. Mm. And that is not our aim. So there are many days when there is nothing happening over there and we are fine with that. Um I mean, we could make extra money by giving it out, for example, to film shoots, uh, which happen around the area. And so many of my friends are filmmakers and they have approached us many times. But we've told them that this is not the place for uh, this purpose. Mm. But yes, I mean, filmmakers can come there and sit and write their scripts and they can think and they can collaborate. But it's not a studio. It's not one of those places which can be hired out. So we won't hire it out to people, you know, to for weddings and stuff <laughs> like that. It changes the ethos of the place. So, okay. yeah. So, we've not wanted to ever. Mm-hmm. We wanted to keep it an artistic uh, venture. Plus, we, I think, will be breaking our uh, promise to the government who has given us the land uh, because this is agricultural land. Mm. And we, as a public trust, are allowed to ha- buy uh, agricultural land but it's given on the condition that we will do only these things mm. which are prescribed in our memorandum which is why our task trust is made so the, oh, it's a legal issue as well yeah very inspiring uh, and for outcome uh, oriented projects which you spoke about people need some sort of a structure to think I'm sure you're do you have any programs for the structure thinking or like how do you handle where I saw in the video where uh, you said that there are certain projects which are very outcome-oriented, that they need to put out uh, uh, a show in X days and they're preparing for it. Do you have anything special for that kind of a setup or it's, again, autonomous? No, it's actually just from one project to the other. Hmm. Uh, When you're talking of product-oriented projects, Hmm. for me, all my theatre productions are that. 
to begin with. Like when I when I'm starting a new play, I know that for a month or two months or three months, we are going to be in the residency. We'll research, we'll work, collaborate, whatever, and would eventually then come out with a theatre production, which will then go around the country, being performed for an audience. So that is a product. Or if. Uh, um, or there are processes, like, for example, there are workshops, there are camps where artists would come and there would be teachers or con in conductors would come and there'll be an exchange of uh, skill sets. Uh, so that's the other thing that happens. Um, and then, of course, there are people, like I said, who come to do nothing and just be and just be by themselves mm -hmm. or in groups to just spend time to to relax and Got to it. yeah ease out. So when you said about these facilitators or conductors these are organized by the theater company sometimes or? we organize them and you can also organize for example you can contact and say us and say i want to do a yoga camp hmm. for artists or even non-artists now we are we are allowing that as well so especially if it is for artists you know then maybe you know a conductor who uh who's an instructor of yoga specifically for breathing techniques for actors uh, when on stage, for example, and you're organizing that. So all you need to do is give us some money for the maintenance of the space and for food that you'll be eating there. Come there and you can charge your uh, your participants money and then you can give, uh, you know, your fees, whatever you need to give to your conductors. That's up to you. Yeah. And it works quite fairly because we are very like so, sort of open yeah. about our business model and finances. So what we do is we ask the person who's coming to us to hire the place or use the space to be open about it. So what has happened is now there are uh, companies and theater groups who are coming regularly. Sometimes we there are now there are groups we say, okay, your cost comes to 20,000 rupees over like say five days or six days, seven days. And they actually leave behind 50,000 rupees for us because they want to support the project right. because they are in doubt. They have money. And I say, no, you don't need to give this much. They say, no, keep it because I'm sure there'll be another theater group that will come. They won't be able to pay something. So there's a nice ecosystem that's being created within the community, which is wonderful. Yeah. Superb. Yeah, I think... Uh you covered because I had one more question about... But I've already answered that. Yeah, <laughs> about the geography and the topology of the place. But uh, I would like to conclude uh, with one last question. It's, what's the future? Like, I mean, do we need such spaces? Yes, seems like yes. But, like, are there any similar places in India? And and what's, what's your... Uh, in the design world, we have something called as the North Star. What's your North Star and what? how do you see the future of such spaces? Well, there are many questions within that question. Um, I Do we need more spaces like this? I don't know. It all is... Uh, <laughs> it, it depends on... Uh, I think uh, in India, we still have leader-led organizations. We don't really have uh, systematically working trusts, uh, foundations. I mean, it's still, I mean, look around, especially in the world of uh, arts and performing arts specifically. Um, I mean, you say Veena Pani Chavla, then you think of Adi Shakti, you think of Chorus Repertory, but you know that it's one man, Ratantiam there. Uh, when you spoke of Naya Theatre, you knew that you're talking of uh, uh, one person. So like that is it. It all is up to artists. It's their journeys. It's their desires. Um, I don't 
claim that good work can only be made in spaces like this. There is some tremendously fantastic work that that gets made in the grit and grime of a city like Bombay. You know, some some artists have actually come to Kamshet to our residency and they've gotten bored and they've gotten like completely uh, uninspired and they say, "I need I need that traffic noise to be able <laughs> to create." So it's all it all depends on artists. Mm. So uh, I. I wouldn't want to generalize things, but as far as the future of this place is concerned, I think it's time for me to put a succession policy in place, think of who would now take over and run the place uh, because we've not been in India. Don't think of these things uh, systematically, but yeah. I need to do that. And whilst keeping in mind that the new people will have newer ways, uh, new thinking, probably diametrically opposite to the values and systems that I sort of created there. And to a large extent, I would say even that that's even desirable because I look back and I can see the mistakes I made. Um, and I'm very sure that the young people who will take over would learn from that and then move on and change it and do whatever they want. That freedom is required, that change is required. Um, so, yeah. So I'm not one of those who has dreams. I just go with the flow and yeah, right now I'm here and that place is here and I know what my next project is. But if you ask me two years from now, five years from now, who knows, I might not even be a part of this project and I <laughs> might, might not be even this in this country, who knows, mm. where would we be? And, and I would love to keep it like that, unknown, exciting. We don't know where all of this will go. So, all power to you. Thanks a lot. Thank uh, you very much. It was much. very, very inspiring and a yes. lot of uh, things and to... Th thank you. I felt a lot of warmth talking to you. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thanks. And that's it from today's Gyan session. For show notes and more Gyan, visit audiogan.com. And if you wish to connect with me, I'm at audiogan moments on Instagram. Until then, take care.